Welcome to A Baptist Thoughts On, a series where a Baptist elder shares his perspective on various non-Baptisty things. On today's docket, A Baptist Thoughts On, The Sign of the Cross. You've seen it before. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. The sign of the cross is one of the most ubiquitous hand gestures that comes to mind when people think of Christianity. But while we see Roman Catholics, Eastern Orthodox, Anglicans, and Lutherans doing it all the time, you probably notice that Baptists and Evangelical Protestants at large are rarely caught signing themselves with the cross. Why is that? While I obviously can't speak for everyone, let me share with you how I view the sign of the cross and why I do not practice the sign of the cross. For a bit of context, while I grew up in a firmly evangelical home and church, I attended Roman Catholic schools for most of my educational life. Part of attending these schools from grade 3 through high school was daily prayers and frequent school masses. Anytime we would pray at school, the teacher or the priest would begin and end the prayer by making the sign of the cross. And, of course, the students would all follow along. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This was standard practice, but it's also there where I began to see problems. Originally pioneered in the early church, we could see how the sign of the cross was intended to be a helpful tactile tool. As expressed by figures like Tertullian or Cyprian of Carthage, making the sign of the cross was suggested to remind Christians of doctrines like the Trinity, the Incarnation, and the redemptive death of Christ on the cross. While this may sound innocent or even beneficial, this practice, of course, developed over the centuries. While I can't get into every twist and turn of this practice and the spirituality surrounding it, to give you an idea of where the sign of the cross often stands today, we can turn right now to the mainstream Roman Catholic apologetics resource, Catholic Answers. Catholic Answers, on its webpage about the sign of the cross, says this, It, i.e. the sign of the cross, affords us powerful protection against the demons and our own weak nature. As described on that webpage, and the link is down below of course, the sign of the cross itself is viewed as a prayer. And as a prayer, this tactile tool has become to be viewed as a weapon against the demonic. Again, this is the mainstream, moderate Catholic Answers page. And here, already the sign of the cross is described with mystical and, dare I say, magical qualities. It's similar to a ward of protection or a spell of exorcism. This description does not even begin to describe the many and, I would say, frankly outlandish claims made by charismatic or traditional Roman Catholics, or of course the Eastern Orthodox concerning the sign of the cross. I trust you could see why I would not be a fan of the sign of the cross in this context. Even without the most radical superstitions, which can and do flow from this view in certain circles, as an evangelical Protestant looking at the sign of the cross in this context, I must conclude that this practice is an anti-biblical superstition that usurps the true power of prayer for God's protection, it usurps the true invocations of the name of the triune God, and finally, it usurps true proclamations of the death of Christ on the cross. So, what about the sign of the cross without all those superstitions and magical elements? As I'm sure many of my Lutheran or Anglican friends will point out, 
you can make the sign of the cross in prayer without those superstitions, and it could truly be used as a tactile tool and a tactile tool alone. What about that? As I close now, let me briefly explain why I still do not believe that the sign of the cross is a wise or an appropriate tool for Christians to be making in prayer. For me, it is as simple as doing what God says and not adding to it, and seeing the biblical wisdom in avoiding additions that we might deem as helpful. In John 14, 13-14, Christians are taught by Jesus to pray in his name. In Matthew 28, 19, Christians are taught to baptize new believers in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We are never taught to use a tactile tool like crossing ourselves in order to affect or improve upon these prayers or invocations. When we seek to add novelties to our spirituality for the sake of improvement, it seems clear to me that we are opening ourselves up to temptation to give these things undue place or power in our understanding or our thought processes. Essentially, if you start doing the sign of the cross, an uninstructed, unnecessary act, I believe even the most devout Protestant opens themselves up to superstitions that we see developing around this act in other traditions. With that in mind, I believe the sign of the cross, a supposedly pious tool, can find itself well-suited to fit into this quote from the Anglican reformer Hugh Latimer. This is from Hugh Latimer. He is ready, as he can be wished for, to set forth his plow, to devise as many ways as can be to deface and obscure God's glory. Where the devil is resident, and half his plow going, there, away with books, and up with candles, away with Bibles, and up with beads, away with the light of the gospel, and up with the light of candles, yea, at noondays. Where the devil is resident, that he may prevail, up with all superstition and idolatry, tensing, painting of images, candles, palms, ashes, holy water, and new service of men's inventing, as though man could invent a better way to honor God, with than God himself hath appointed. Essentially, when he speaks of tensing, and palms, and ashes, and the painting of images, and new service of men's inventing, I believe that the sign of the cross could fit well among those things. The reality is, God has not appointed any tactile tool to aid us in prayer or the remembrance of doctrine. I strongly urge you, stick to the good means that God has appointed. Prayer itself, the reading of scripture, the singing of songs. Those are the best ways to remember, invoke, and glorify the triune God of scripture. And to praise the Savior who died on the cross. And now, in the second closing, I think I need to respond to a powerful argument which I think could be made in response to everything I just said. I do not believe we should confuse an active tactile tool like the sign of the cross with a passive tool like closing one's eyes or folding their hands for prayer. While even these passive tools can be viewed with superstitious power, I believe they are truly neutral poses without invented religious significance. So, to be clear, I believe that making the sign of the cross with a spiritual objective, believing it is a prayer in itself with power, that is a sinful perspective which assaults God's glory and appointed means of grace. But, looking at that more moderate view from my Lutheran and Anglican friends, I believe that making the sign of the cross purely as a tactile tool for memories is still an unwise or imprudent practice which opens a person up to superstitions. But, as I say all this, and I encourage you evangelicals listening, please do not be quarrelsome. 
If you're an evangelical, be comfortable and confident playing alongside our Lutheran or Anglican brothers and sisters who sign themselves with the cross. While we might view this as unwise, this does not undermine the sincerity of their prayers or the earnestness of their faith in Jesus Christ. But that's all I have for now. Please let me know your thoughts. And if you'd like to hear my thoughts on another topic or question, please let me know in the comments down below or through any place you can reach me. See you next time on a new edition of A Baptist Thoughts On.